Good morning, and welcome to Love Out of the Blue. My name is Debbie Jordan, and this is a collection of my stories. From a place from feeling blue to finally seeing those unexpected moments show up out of the blue, reminding me that love is still very real. Joining me at the controls is my producer, Jay Lawrence. Hey, Debbie. It is so good to be with you. This is a fantastic, uh, I'm going to call it a journey, is what I understand it's going to be. Yes, it, it, it's it been a journey. Um, that's a good word for it. And I know people are looking to find where you've come out of the blue. So, you know what, let's get to get started. I think it would be a good idea if we got to know you just a little better. Now, of course, I know you, mm-hmm. but... You know, you 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 with the headsets, they, you don't know Debbie yet, <laughs> but you're going to get to know her. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit, where did you come from? Where, where where did you grow up? Wow, that's a that's a long story, but... Uh, let, let me watch, <laughs> let me check my watch. I'm right. Not, yeah. <laughs> no, it's funny when people ask me that question, where did you grow up? My head immediately goes to where I was born, which is Rapid City, South Dakota, what? <laughs> yeah, I start there. No, no wonder you want to go back to Sturgis. Absolutely. Um, I start there because that's where my family is from. That's where they landed. That's mm. that's the place that um, where it began. But I spent very little time there. Don't remember a single day of it. I was a oh. baby when we left. Oh, one of those stories. Yes. Yeah. So along the way, by the time we landed, my family landed in a place where I would say I grew up. That was just outside of Chicago, Illinois. In a, All right, mm-hmm. a Chicagoan. Yeah, in the western suburbs is what I would say. Well, you're from Chicago. Come on. <laughs> True. <laughs> you're from the west side, right? Uh, the, okay, we'll, we'll call it the west side. But the western suburbs of Chicago is really where I, where I landed and spent most of my um, childhood. Okay. So you stayed there till when? Till I was uh, about 20 years old. Mm. And now through um, a wonderful job opportunity arose and that transferred me to Orlando, Florida. Fantastic. Now, the name of the podcast is Love Out of the Blue. Yes. So I think your family life has something to do with this. What, mm. what can, you, can you tell me a little bit about your family? My um, upbringing with my parents would be that I'm an only child. Grew up in a family that, um, like like many others, um, had some complications. My my um, my father, though, however, um, has now uh, been sober for many years. But that is part of my story. Um, It so it was an interesting beginning. Uh, From there, I. Went on to make some life choices, which um, meant that I became a mother very young. I was 17 years old when I gave birth to my son. Um, So I was a teenage mom. I was a single parent. And that went on for about mm, eight, nine years before I then met my husband. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Did you finish high school? I did. Being 17? I did. I found out I was pregnant when I, in my junior year of high school. I left my high school and went to a school for unwed mothers. Oh, my. Yes. Okay. It was run by the Salvation Army. It was um, an amazing place in uh, Chicago. It's no longer there, but it offered an opportunity for me to um, get the health care that I needed, get the advice that I needed to make decisions along the way. I had a support system, and I also had an opportunity to continue my education. So by the time I 
became a mother, I was actually ahead of the game and was able to go back to my high school and received permission to finish and graduated with my class. No, that must have been tough. I'm I'm sorry, a teenage mother. Yes. And you you supported the child. You did all this. I mean, that that is fantastic. I did. I did. I had a great support system with my parents, um, but uh, both of them worked and um, gave me that same work ethic. So I found a babysitter that lived nearby. I found a job. I saved the money. That money then went towards paying the babysitter when I went back to school. Wow. It worked. Very good. So you you said you went you got a job and you moved to Florida. How did that transpire? I did. Well, most people were planning for things like baccalaureates and prom and et cetera, et cetera. I was scouring the newspaper for a job. I knew that I was going to need to take care of this little guy, and um, couldn't rely on my parents. You know, continuously on and on and on. Um, I needed to find my uh, our own way. So. I found an opportunity in the paper. I talked my way into a job, graduated from high school, and about three days later, started working. Wait a minute. You talked your way into I a did. job? <laughs> I absolutely now, did. Come on. That, now, that's got to be one of those situations. Tell me about no, it. No. I, yes. It, 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 uh, it was very funny. The, um, the, when Back in that time, the classified ads was the way to look for work, and so what I did is I looked for something that had skill sets that I had without having an education. And you can talk. And I knew I could talk. So when I saw this ad in the paper that was looking for um, collectors, actually, bill collectors, and one of the skill sets it said is, is you must enjoy talking on the phone. <laughs> and I thought, well, why not? I can call someone up and ask them, how come you haven't paid your bill and see what happens? Well, I showed up and, and um, they couldn't believe what they were seeing. They just kept asking me, how old are you? How old are you? <laughs> you have no experience? Why did you even think you could do this? And I kept going back to the fact that you said the thing you needed was someone that would spend a great deal of time on the phone. I'll be happy to show you my parents' phone bills. I'll bring in, <laughs> I'll bring in backup. I'll talk to my friends. They'll verify. I promise you I can do this. Well... Um, they didn't necessarily want to take a chance on that. So, but they did. They did offer me a job to um, be the add-on approval girl. So, anytime someone walked into the store, and say the credit card would be denied for some reason, an address was missing, or a phone, or potentially it was a lost or stolen plate, they would call me. I would check on the account. I would let the store clerk know whether to let the sale go through or not. Oh, you were the one. I was the one. Oh, yeah. So I did that for a few months. Um, all the while, this manager was watching me. I proved that I could uh, spend some time on the phone. And he took a chance. Gave me an opportunity. I became the youngest person to ever do that job in the so you became history. a bill collector. I did. Oh my <laughs> goodness! I know. And to this day, I can hardly imagine it. However, my focus at that time was only about making sure that I could provide for my son and that we could do that on our own. And I needed the income. The job paid well, and it provided. Hey, did great. you get a commission on bill pays? I did not. Oh, okay. Just, <laughs> no. Just want to know. No, 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 no. Okay. Nope. 
But it was a great opportunity and one that then allowed me an opportunity to um, transfer with that job to Orlando, Florida. Oh, my goodness. Yes. What was that? Is that a big bill payer center or what? Right. The credit departments for this company were broken into regional offices. Uh-huh. And so we would spend some time talking to other employees in those offices. I had... Um, created some, you know, friendships over the phone. Um, so I was in Florida, thought I would stop by, you know, say hi, um, you know, introduce myself. The vice president and I got a chance to talk to one another. And nine days later, my bags were packed and uh, my son and I were on our way to Florida. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. You had your, you got married. <laughs> we got to get going here. You gotta, <laughs> right. You got a big story. From there, from there, um, I was able, I went to an, uh, one other company. This, this opportunity in Florida allowed for us another company to come in to, um, um, into an op- uh, an opportunity for me to transfer to another job that worked out better. With that, I in that time frame, uh, I met my husband. Uh, met him on a business trip, actually, up in in New York State, which was really fun. And from there, I just settled. We um, then had a daughter, and um, I, you know. Okay, you got to take one more. <laughs> what happened then? What happened then? We were married for many years, uh, 22 to be exact. And unfortunately, the marriage did not work out um, for, uh, you know, a variety of reasons. But that, my divorce um, allowed me the opportunity to spend some time really deeply thinking about what happened? Where am I at? Where? What's going on in my life? The divorce happened also at the same time that my children were now just becoming, were adults. My, my son was already now um, out of the home, was married. I was a grandmother. Um, my daughter was in college. You can't be that reading. old. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and when I, and, and as we already covered, I started a little younger. So, um, so anyway, the, it was all of a sudden I was empty nesting, divorced at the same time, looking at my house, giving up my house, my life. What to do next? What to do next? Okay, I'm going to ask you this. Sure. What was your spiritual life like? Oh, what happened there? I'll tell you what. what. Oh, so interesting. Um, it, again, that would I would have to go back to when I was a, a single mom. Uh, that's when my spiritual life began. Or was strengthened to the point where I just always knew that no matter what, I had a place that I could go to. If I just quieted myself down enough and paid attention, I would get some sense of direction. And so now in this situation, which was the hardest thing I've ever gone through in my life, was um, I I took a great deal of time talking to God you know, mm, and mm-hmm. and really digging down deep into what what I needed to see next. What where was I looking wrong? What was the how how was it that I was seeing this in one way that was just upsetting me so badly? What was I missing? What was I missing? And when I quieted myself down, I I I just began to realize that the thing I kept thinking I was missing was love. I said, how is it that that I got that so wrong, you know, or that's at least what I thought. I, I, I kept thinking because my marriage was broken. Obviously, I gotten love wrong. 
And so I just kept praying, show me, show me, show me how to love. Show me what love is. That song would come on. I want to know what love is. I want you to show me. I would sob. I would just cry. And I, I just kept thinking I was missing something. And then I got quiet. And I just started watching. And things started just happening. Um, I, little, little tiny moments would show up. And I would go, oh, Wow. And I would recognize that what I felt in that moment was just complete love. It was just uh, this unbelievable sense of joy and peace that just that just came over me. I realized that there was sort of an order to that in my in my mind. Once you got love, then you would see joy. Then there would be peace. And somehow in that you would find enough patience and then kindness could come out of that and goodness and on and on, faithfulness, gentleness, lastly on to self-control. It was the fruits of the Spirit. I caught it. I got it. Um, so that's led. That's what led you to love out of the blue. Absolutely. Right? I started to see yeah. these moments, and I had a camera with me, mm-hmm. and I began taking pictures of these little moments, and I would see them in the in the in the pictures, and I would go, "Look at this! Look at this! It was this little heart or this little." phrase or this little moment that would pop out and immediately what what you felt was love. And I kept thinking, look at this, they're showing up out of the blue, love out of the blue. Isn't that funny? And then I realized I had been so sad. That's exactly what I had been. I had, I had the blues. I had a bad case of the blues and I had been asking for love out of the blue. I wanted to get out of that sadness, out of that blue place out of this into a new blue love out of the blue it just it i woke up at like three o'clock in the morning and it was as if i just had it it made sense so i started i started calling these pictures love out of the blue look at this and i started showing them to people and they saw it they got it i wrote down my entire journey that happened prior to this um because it it happened. It was real. It was a list that I had been given. I thought um, I needed um, I needed this this list of the fruits of the spirit to look out outward, and God took me on this journey to show me it was an inward journey, and and I found it. Now this you know? list is going yes. to be in the book, right? It is. Um, okay. I am. I'm working on actually putting that down so that you know. Um, it can be shared. I've, I, it's, it was just an experience that, that happened to me. And, um, and I hope maybe, you know, someone will, someone will see it and recognize it. It'll, it'll resonate with someone else that might be feeling that same way. You know, I'm just sad and I can't figure out how to get out of it. I can't see anything but sad. I can't hear anything but sad. And I keep saying, thinking, you know, just slowly, quietly wait for it. And then there it is. You know, it pops up. It's just there. So that's what led us to love out of the blue. Yes. Uh, your life. So you're going to be sharing that, right? I am. So so what's ahead for us here on the podcast? This is number one. This is the first episode. We get to know Debbie a little bit. But uh, what else is going to happen? What are, what are we going to do? Well, from here, I just thought as these experiences have happened, um, it's a nice way to... Um, share those stories from the places I've been, the people I've met, the stories they've told me. 
I'm learning to watch for these unexpected moments to arrive anytime and anywhere, just when I need them the most. When I'm feeling a little down, they seem to show up. So my hope is that through sharing these stories that you too will begin to see your own love out of the blue. Not just mine, but yours. Fantastic. I look forward to the next episode of Love Out of the Blue. Thank you. And Debbie, I want to remind everybody to check out your website, Love Out of the Blue. That is where you can go and share your own story. Debbie wants to hear from you, so let her know that you're listening and you want to share your story, your pictures. You can do that on our website, loveoutoftheblue.com. And Debbie, I know we forgot one thing. We forgot to say that we don't have a theme song for your Love Out of the Blue uh, <laughs> podcast yet. And so I was wondering if maybe someone could give us a suggestion. It's a great for idea. A, for a theme song. <laughs> what would they choose for Love Out of the Blue theme song? What, what do you think? I think that's a great idea. It's been, um, it, come up with something, you okay. know? Okay, because yeah. the, I know the way you work, you work with people, and <laughs> people give you great ideas. Absolutely. I know that's going to come right out of the blue. And we also forgot to mention the fact that you're on Facebook, Instagram? Yes. Okay, so where do we find you? Uh, loveoutoftheblue.com on, and the, the website. That's the website. Instagram is loveoutoftheblue. And Facebook is the same. It's very easy to find. So we are really love out of the blue. And one other thing we got to look forward to, the book. The book. And we'll keep being posted on that, okay? Absolutely. So again, you're going to say? Thanks for listening. And remember, my hope is that through sharing these stories, that you too will begin to see your own love out of the blue.